Hello, everybody. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast, and we're Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. And we want to welcome you again today to this beautiful place. Praise God. We got rained out in our, our place over in Arkansas in April, and so came over here. And last week, like, got rained out here. But look at this it's gorgeous day, day. It has just come out so beautiful. beautiful. Amen. And this is on the... Um, uh, KCM property here at, at, at uh, in Fort Worth and out the back behind our house right on the lake shore. In fact, this is all uh, part of our family area out here. And you can see the boat dock over there behind us. Praise God. The Lord is good. He is good. Hallelujah. And, Gloria, the thing about it is he'd do this for anybody. That's right. That this is what belongs to covenant people if they only knew it. That's right. He'd do it for anybody that'll walk with him and and allow him to. Amen. We allow him to. Yes, we do. Amen. <laughs> Father, thank you for today. And Praise thank you God. for the abundance you, of all Jesus. things. We praise you and worship you and bless you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, we've been talking about casting the whole of your care over on him. Now, we're going to go to 1 Peter chapter 5. Before we do that, I want to read you. You've, you've heard me pray this and, you've, and, and say things about this. I want to read it to you. We are redeemed from the curse of the law. In the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy... The first 14 verses are the blessing of Abraham. Amen. And the threefold cord of the curse is spiritual death, yeah. sickness and disease, poverty and debt. The threefold cord of redemption is salvation, the new birth, healing, and Jesus as our high priest, our Melchizedek. Now, in the 28th chapter, in, from the 15th verse on, it will come to pass, if you'll not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do His commandments and the statutes which I command thee this day, all these curses will come on you. See, you make the command, mm -hmm. and you, when you obey the command, then comes the covenant. You obey the command, all the people of the earth shall see that you're called by the name of the Lord. Amen. And so forth and so on. If you don't, then the result is the devil has access. So to you it. choose the blessing of the curse. Yeah, you choose. Deuteronomy 30, 19. I place before you life yeah. and death, blessing and cursing. You choose I life. I choose blessing. How? Whatever he commands, do it. That's right. And the result, the power is in the command. And the result is the covenant. He'll do what he said. That's right. Now, I want to but share this. But if you don't this. know what the covenant says, you can't, you can't receive it. You got to find out what it says. And you have and to spend you time in it to do faith. that. And yeah. you have to make up your mind. I'm going to believe this. That's I'm going right. to do what it says. That's right. And but I want to point out something here to you. In the in Deuteronomy 28, it's still talking about the curses. Moreover, all these curses will come on you, pursue you, overtake you till you be destroyed, and so forth. And they'll be unto thee for a sign and a wandering upon their seed forever. Why? Because you serve not mm -hmm. the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Well, Brother Copeland, I don't have any abundance. Yes, you do. 
You own everything that's in that 28th chapter of Deuteronomy, the first 14 verses. All of that belongs to you. You are a joint heir with Christ Jesus. You have abundance. God has offered it to you. And it's when you begin to rejoice. And again, I say rejoice for the abundance of all things. Hallelujah. You can't do that and worry at the same time. So if you learn to do that instead of worrying and take command of your thought life, which is what we're going to right now. Amen. Let's let's go over there again to 1 Peter chapter 5. Verse 6, Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time. Mm-hmm. How do you do that, Lord? Casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered, whom resist steadfast. Now the word translated resist in verse 9 is the same word translated suffer in verse 10. So after you have resisted him steadfast in the faith, you will be made perfect or or mature, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Glory to God. That's a life without work. Isn't that wonderful? Look at that verse 10. It says, but the God of all grace, well, that's favor. The God of all favor. Yes. Who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. It's He's the one that favors us and, and gives us whatever we need according to his word and according to our faith. We receive those That's things. part of the covenant. Favor is an awesome thing. God's favor is an awesome thing. Yeah, and you know, he promised it. It's blessing. It's so, it, it, you, there's no way on earth to earn it. It's just the opposite from That's that. That's right. He wants to treat you and me. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to that for a second. Isaiah forty-three twenty-five, and he said, "Okay, hang on a minute." I, even I, am he that blotteth out mm-hmm. thy transgressions for my sake and God. will not remember your sins. Now, what's he saying? I, I, he remembers what Jesus did. He yeah. remembers what he did when he laid our sins on him. Now, we need to be remembered. That's right. That's right. And the reason he did that is so he can treat us by grace. That old man's gone. The grace thing here is to treat us mm-hmm. like we never sinned, like sin never happened. Yeah. See, and when you, if if you, if you cast, if you stop that worry and worried about all, see that that in itself is a sin because it's fear based. Amen. Yeah, doubt. Now, let's get back over there again. In First Peter, again, I want to read that out of the Amplified. Okay, I want to start with uh, verse 6. 
Therefore, humble yourself, demote, lower yourself in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God. Now, what does that mean, boy? That doesn't mean, well, I'm just unworthy. I'm just no good. No, 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 no. See, you have been, by worrying and caring, you have been acting like you can fix this. And you can't. And you worry about it because you can't. And you keep worrying and you keep worrying and all the time. Pushing it away from you all the time. Uh, yeah, and all the time, that's pride. I can fix this. I can do this. Well, Lord, if you'll take about half of this, I'll handle the rest of it. Oh, brother. That's dumb. Now, what happens? See, God resists pride. He stands in resistance yeah. to it all the time. That's right. You get over in it, then it's then he's resisting you, not because he wants to. It's just because he resists pride. And, and when you get over in pride, then you get over into that resistance. No, dump it. Yeah. Dump the whole care over on him. Take him at his word. And the covenant is he'll take care of it. Listen to how it says it. And that he may exalt you in due time. Doing what? How do you do this? Casting the whole of your care. Yeah. All your anxieties. All, all your, your worries. All your concerns. Once and for all on Him, for He cares for you affectionately yeah. and cares about you watchfully. Amen. So what do you do? You find the Scripture that gives you what you want, what you need. And then you pray it out. And then you, you roll the care of it over on the Lord. That's right. And you don't, you don't contemplate any failure here. The Lord's going to help you. You believe Him to help you. Whatever it is, healing, money, whatever. And you you just have believed you received it. I believed I've received this pen. This pen is mine. This is favor. This pen is favor. I believe I've received the favor of God. And we are debt free. Now what do you do? You stand there. You believe for that. You sow into that. If you're believing to be debt free, you sow. Whatever you believe for, you sow. Now, you take that scripture, that's a covenant. Mm -hmm. Jesus made a covenant in Matthew mm -hmm. 6, 33. If you seek first my kingdom and my way of doing things, yeah. I will add all things to you. That's right. So the command was, seek ye first the kingdom of God and my way of doing it. And the covenant is, I will add all these things that's to right. you. So now you take that scripture and make it part of your list over here. I'm not worried about money anymore. And I, I've written down that money worry. Yeah. And and I've written down and then I've got I got the covenant and the promise here in Matthew six yeah. thirty six. And you stay in um, Thanksgiving. I, I'm, I'm doing I'm I'm making this whole list of things like that. I'm finding scriptures that, that cover it. And then once and for all. And we talked about it yesterday. I, um, there's coming a time I meditate on this and I meditate on this and I meditate on Matthew 6, mm, 33. Yes. I meditate on the healing scriptures. I meditate on the family scriptures. I'm meditating before God and I meditate. And then comes that moment. Yes, I'm ready. And you go before God and you receive the, 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 the uh, communion. His body was broken. He, 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 he was broken. He became a curse for me. 
He redeemed me from the curse of poverty. He redeemed me from the curse of sickness. He redeemed me from the curse of sin. And it's broken for me and I take it. And here's all my, I hand you all of these worries. I hand you all of this stuff that's been plaguing my life. I hand you this sickness. I hand you this, this pain. I hand you these children. I hand you this, this, my, my finances. All of this that I've been worried about all of this time. Roll the care of it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of the body and the blood and the covenant of God. Praise God. I dedicate and commit myself. And I make covenant with you, Lord Jesus. I will never worry, be concerned, be anxious about anything again in my life. Not one day that I'm on this earth will I worry again. By the power of the grace of God, the blood of God, and the name of God. I receive this covenant. Praise God. And I boldly declare the greater one that lives within me will help me and keep me. And sir, I, I, I expect you, I hold you responsible for reminding me, taking authority, interrupting me anywhere, anytime, any place that I begin to worry or be concerned about anything. Yeah. And I'll take authority over it Praise right there God. with your help. With your help. With your yeah. help. Now, let's go back over here to Philippians chapter 4 where we were yesterday because this is the process. Let me just say it. this. You cannot be in faith and worry at the same time. It's impossible. There's no way you can do that. It won't work. Uh-uh. Okay, I'm through. All right. 4.12. Here's the way you do it. See, we've given it all now. Well, now, where's the battle? The battle's in the mind. And this is where you deal with it. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, the praise has got to come in there. Let your request be made known to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, Mm -hmm. whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue or excellence, if there be any praise... Think on these things. Yes. Now, you that's the command. When you and I are covenanted to obey that command, now the the faith power of God yeah, yeah. will take authority over these things and something starts coming up and the Lord says, Yeah, uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, that's, that's not sure. lovely. That's not a good report. Don't think on that. I take authority over that. I'm not going to touch that in my thought life anymore. No more worry. Now let's go to 2 Corinthians and we'll find out how to do that. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. See, God never commands anything in His Word that doesn't tell you exactly how to go do it. He didn't intend for you to do it on your own. That's right. So now look at this in verse 4. 
or verse 3. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war right. after the flesh. Amen. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. So the, here's the way you win the that battle so of the big. mind, yeah. the thoughts. That's yeah. the only thing Satan can get through you on and make you worry is the only way he can get at you at all. The reason their imaginations is that Satan's a liar and truth's not in him. Well, yeah. So he gives you images of things that aren't even. And if you'll take them and start worrying about them, yeah. they they don't stay the same. They get a little worse all the time and capture your imagination. Yeah. But remember how now, what, you remember what God said to do about that? Meditate in His Word. Then that's right. That's the reason that, that, that little devotional is so good. you got something That's you can right. use all day long. You can every day. read those scriptures Straighten all day, every out. day. Get your yeah. mind on these yeah. things. That's now, good. casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience. What disobedience? Disobedience of thought. That's right. You're, you're standing ready all the time. You get a thought in there that goes back to that worry list. No, you don't. No, no, you don't in the name of Jesus. Now, what is it about that scripture you don't understand? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Amen. pretty plain. It's just plain right there. That's right. Now, here, here's, here's where it is. Gloria, you cannot fight thoughts with thoughts. You have two thoughts. One of them doesn't have any authority over the other one. You have to fight thoughts with words. Now, the Lord's had me demonstrate this for, for years, and I want you to do it right now. Begin counting silently to yourself from one to ten now. Now, out loud, say your name. Kenneth. Glory. What happened to your thinking? Quit counting. Your, your, your mind, your thoughts had to stop and see what your mouth had to say. And when you speak scripture, yeah. whoa, it brings authority in on the scene. The angels listen. God listens. Oh, glory. The Godhead listens. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Yes, I did. And here you are. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. That's the eighth psalm. Matthew 21, 16, Jesus quoted this. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast ordained praise. This says strength. He said praise. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The ninth, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my mm, whole heart. Yes. I will show forth all your marvelous work. I'll be glad and rejoice in thee. I'll sing praise to your name, O thou most high. When, not if, when my enemies are turned yeah. back, they'll fall and perish at your Praise the devil hounding you with those That's thoughts. Right. You just rise up. I don't care if it's in the middle of the night. And I don't care where you have to go to keep from waking up the whole house. Glory to God. It might not hurt anything to wake up that whole bunch. And just read this. Read it out loud. Glory to God. 
I mean, tell you, the devil pack up his stuff and get out. And you say, Jesus, I turned this over to you. Now fix it. I'm going to bed. Good night. <laughs> Hallelujah. I remember back when John had a, a fever and it, his, his, his skin turned just almost red as that strawberry. And it kind of felt like crepe paper and any kind of light, this particular sunlight, just gave him pain. He was hurting. He's a little boy. And I prayed over him and he got better, but then just got worse. And so I, I'm, I'm praying over him and I went in there and laid hands on him and, and, uh, and prayed and I went on back and got in bed and a little while I got up, went back in there, check on him. Yeah. And the Lord, the Lord said, uh, you rolled that care over on me. Why didn't you leave it with me? He said, you're the, the, the fear of that. He said, you, you go in, check on him. You took it out of my hands. Whoa. I was worried about him. I didn't realize, but I was. I went in there and I laid hands on him. I said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, my boy's healed of this. And I thank you for it, Lord Jesus. You're my healer and you're his healer. And I rolled all the care of it over on him, on you. Went on back to bed. I woke up. Oh, now are you? My feet were already out on the floor. And I said, Nope, Jesus, that's your care. You take care of it. The devil said, what a sorry parent you are. I said, I am not. Well, his cover has fallen off. I said, I don't care. Let the angels put it back. Jesus, take care of this. The next morning, went on over to the morning service that morning. And after the morning service, I felt this tug on my coat. And I turned around. It was John. He said, look at me, Daddy, I'm healed. And he pulled his shirt up like that. He said, look at me, Daddy, I'm healed. Hallelujah. <laughs> we'll be back just now. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.